A Theater in the Dark presents A Matter of Red Herrings by Greg Garrison. The cast includes Corey Bradbury, Laura Michelle Earl, Greg Garrison, Christopher Meister, Julian Jules Stroop, and Amy Gorillo as Detective Stainless Steel. The show's original music is composed and performed by Paul Sotnik and is produced and directed by Corey Bradbury. Hot on the scent of the dastardly derby, Steele and Watley were now tasked with sniffing out the crooked characters at the center of the scheme. We enter Chapter 3, down the rabbit hole, outside of Bitter Bourbon Stadium, where Watley ponders his predicament, paused in the glow of a rain-soaked street lamp. It was a dark and stormy afternoon and already I was more overwhelmed than a proctologist in a session of Congress. I was being taught to sleuth by a detective best described as AD proof, was slapped by a woman with more venom than a well-hydrated rattlesnake, and was now on a perilous quest where success or failure could be better determined by the flip of a coin. The worst seemed yet to come. Like that? A little analogy heavy, but you're getting the hang of it. Monologuing takes practice, really forces you to collect your thoughts and see the details right in front of you. Yeah, I see the value. I'm sorry about the 80-proof thing. Oh, no, by all means. It was clever. Care to show me how it's done? Sure, but you're standing in my light. Within 72 hours, six horses with six anonymous backers would be pitted in a game of chance that was becoming increasingly dicey. Like a ripped-up newspaper, we were only getting half the story. So the red herring felt like a distraction from some greater mystery. Like we were chasing some kind of... Um... Oh, I had this earlier. Are you supposed to trail off at the end there like that? Hush! What my trainee lacked in panache, he made up for in having a heartbeat. So I thought the best place to start him was where my last partner left off. Near the pulse. This is your moment, Watley. See what you got. Watley slips quietly through worn stable doors to find two jackknife-looking men shaking down a shaky client. Rod Rom, the skinny one, leans against his desk wearing sweat-stained coveralls, while taller than the horses themselves stands Wilhelm, his monstrously muscular brother who grinds his teeth with murderous rage. Come on, please! Just give me a chance to win my money back! Listen, Rube. If you owed me any more money, I'd have to break me own legs. <laughs> this is a private bet, and you ain't got the cash you already owe me, much less to buy in. But, uh, now go milk some carters, and if you ain't got every penny ready for me by Friday, Wilhelm here is either gonna turn your pockets inside out, or you. Your choice. <laughs> I'll get your money, I'll get your money. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have that kind of money by Friday, eh? Oh, you <laughs> underestimate yourself, brother. These fools always find a way to avoid your murderous hands. Oh, I really <laughs> wanted to kill this one, too. He's got a neck like a stock of celery. Just <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what. Even if he does pay, you can kill him. <gasps> uh, but just this once. Really? <laughs> nope. Why, who's that gulping with reservation? You there, by the door, can I help you, boyo? I, um... I'm looking for the fellas that run this operation. (laughs) Well, you've got the wrong brothers. Oh, I've heard it all before, Palooka, so stop yanking my chain. Where are they? We ain't yanking your chain, sir. 
We're the wrong brothers. I'm Rod Wrong. He's Wilhelm. Huh. Kind of walked right into that one. It happens more often than you'd think. Now, seeing as you've interrupted our business, how about you state yours? Uh, Census Bureau? Willie, get him out of here. Hansel! Uh, an Irish goodbye! <laughs> Good run, Watley. Made it 25 seconds before they kicked you out. Care to see some real detective work? By all means. Here we go, then. Tilt to the hat, coat off the shoulder. How do I look? Rakish. Perfect. Forgive my friend here. He's the jittery type. We came to see if we couldn't earn a little extra cash, if you know what I mean. No, I don't, sir. What do you mean? The kind of money you make from having money. Big money. What's the wager? What's the game? Oh, you've got more static than the radio. You'd best tune my brother in before my fists tune you out, savvy? Don't get your knob in a twist. Let's get on the same frequency. I heard there's a high-stakes race this weekend, and I want in. The books are shut. Try again next week. Oh, come on. Let that poor rube play for peanuts. I want in on the dastardly derby. And I can show you how easy it is to open the book. So, is it that book, or... This book? Oh, you wouldn't care for this book. Ooh, sounds exciting. What's the story? All right. (laughs) Once upon a time... There were some animals. Mm. And not just horses. In fact, all of the characters in this little book were vicious creatures. Bloodthirsty nighthawks with eyes like telescopes that can see trouble coming a mile away. Now, this book never leaves this desk. And only one character could be stupid enough to have told you about it. So before I spoil the end for you, what business do you have here snooping for Signor Valdo? Ah, so I am right. But then allow me to say this. Valdo knew what he was getting into. He knew what the wager was. And no one's is going to sabotage this operation so long as Wilhelm or I have anything to say for it. The end. So you caught me. Lucky me, I'm not really interested in joining the race. I'm here because I'd like to ensure that all of the noble characters in that book there don't take measures to change the ending. And how exactly does one do that in a horse race? I was hoping you could tell me. You're awfully strange, dollface, which makes me realize you're a stranger. To whom am I ignoring these questions? People get this nosy generally got a badge. Uh, badge? You think she's shy? Uh. I ain't going back to prison. We don't do nothing with no copper. Copper's got a nice shine, but you've got the wrong alloy. It's steel. Detective steel. So there's gum on my shoe, but I ain't a flat foot. Now, Rod, what say I pull a chair to this fine desk of yours, and we talk in private without this hairless ape interrupting us? (laughs) How's this for a seat at the table, huh? Very nice. What is this, mahogany? Oh, it ain't wise to provoke me, boy I can stop a car motionless with one thrust of my fist. I'd really like to see that, actually. But let's table this for now. Consider the option off the table. You there, census man, clean up your friend so I can clean up my office. And don't let me see your faces around here ever again. That was interesting how you played that back there. Why did you tell them we were detectives? Because I'm a terrible liar. 
I once snooped a wedding, and when asked who I was, panicked and said the bride. I prefer being clever. Gives you some liberties in how to tackle obstacles. Recognize this? Should I? These are the records for the race. How in the blazes? Elementary, dear Watley. All I had to do was mention the book and the weasel went straight for it. A seat at the table and some spinal trauma later? Voila! I didn't get any of that in my nose. Probably because your nose was buried in that book you can't stop scribbling on. Put down the pen for the sword once in a while. Ooh, that's good. Watley, this book is the book you should be focused on. Now, do you want to ask any more questions, or should we start getting answers? Ladies first. None present. Thank you for listening to A Theater in the Dark's A Matter of Red Herrings. Written by Greg Garrison and directed by Corey Bradbury. Tonight's cast, Amy Gorlo as Detective Stainless Steel, Julian Jules Stroop as Detective in Training, Watley Home, Laura Michelle Earl as Vesper Kind, Drake, Newsy, and others, Christopher Meister as Vincent Falcone, Armand Valdo, race announcer, Newsy, and others, Corey Bradbury as Rod Wrong, and Greg Garrison as Wilhelm Wrong and the narrator. Original music composed and performed by Paul Sotnik. Corey Bradbury and Greg Garrison contributed to the sound design. A theater in the dark creates stories through sound, proudly established in Chicago. Here are other original audio plays at atheaterinthedark.com or join our Patreon to gain access to our entire growing original audio play library. Thank you for supporting A Theater in the Dark.